Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Joel Kane, uh, of course, is uh, the SEN Drive host at 1170 up in Sydney on a huge day for rugby league. Farewelling an absolute legend. Joel, it's great to have you on time on. Uh, thank you very much, BP. It's great to chat. And, and I haven't actually chatted to you since the conclusion of the Australian Open. And, and Fletch and I up here in Sydney are heavily indebted to you because prior to the tournament starting, you were declaring Novak Djokovic and Naomi Osaka would be the uh, the winners. We had a little cheeky multi and won some money, so we'd like to say thank you. Right, so uh, I'm happy to pass on my address, sir, Joel. Are you be sending a little bit of that down? <laughs> no problem. We owe you a nice dinner, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, no problems. Uh, I think they'll go on and uh, not only do some damage in the first part of the year, but probably for the majority of uh, 2021. But uh, Cam Smith, I listened in uh, to him today, and we go back 24 hours, and, you know, Vossi was pretty passionate on your station up there in Sydney as to where is Cam? I mean, it's it's sad in a way that we're not hearing from him. He hasn't uh, spoken to a lot of his former teammates, but obviously there's a lot of things bubbling around in the background. He was always going to come down to Melbourne for the unveiling of his statue uh, today. And no surprise, Joel, that he's announced his retirement. I think everyone had a fair inclination that that was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Brett. Now, the thing with Cameron Smith, I suppose, is that I was thinking about this today. There's not too many people that you can think of, or, or maybe their horses, for example, where their numbers in your lifetime are not going to be repeated. And you, you know, Novak Djokovic, for example, will his numbers in our lifetime ever be beaten as far as most amount of weeks at number one? And, and Cameron Smith is most certainly in that bracket where his numbers on the rugby league field, I'm, I'm very confident in my lifetime. I'm never going to see anyone get near the numbers that Cameron Smith has produced in rugby league. So outstanding player, and everyone would say off-field, just an outstanding bloke as well. I mean, how, how would you sum up Cam Smith, Joel? Uh, I was speaking to Matt Tripp today, the chairman of the Melbourne Storm, and, and, and he probably sums it up by saying he, he would never ask anything of anyone that he wouldn't do himself. And, and he, he was a guy who... He, he was so durable in his career, Brett. Like, he would make 50 and 60 tackles in a game, yet he would... I think he missed something like six games only over his whole career, which started in 2002. We're now in 2021. You know, this is 19 years on. Uh, he's only just announced his retirement today. So much success. Now, this is a bloke who won at 72% over mm. his career. It's just... It, it is crazy numbers. Mm. He's a superstar of the game. But what he is, Brett, he wasn't a player who, if I said to you, okay, can you tell me um, the top 10 moments on Cameron Smith's highlights reel? And you probably struggle to immediately think of those iconic moments, which yep. you may do for some of the great AFL or rugby league players. But what he is, the way he would bring a team together and function together under his tutelage, I suppose, was just second to none. I mean, I've made reference in the first 20-odd minutes you know, this incredible era of the storm, you know, coming in in the, in the late 90s. And I'm just thinking back those early days. I went to a few games at the old Olympic Park. And then, of course, the arrival of Craig Bellamy uh, brought incredible success. And a, a young Smith, a young Cronk, uh, a young Slater. And what they've been able to do as a, as a trio, along with uh, Craig Bellamy. And there's obviously the unfortunate chapter of uh, what happened and, and losing a couple of those premierships and 
that, that was stuff that was certainly going on at an administrative uh, level. But, uh, gee, you sort of take it for granted a little bit. And I, you know, I don't go and watch the Melbourne Storm every week, but like everyone in Melbourne, when we're you know, infatuated with our AFL clubs down here, we've all taken an interest, I reckon, in the Melbourne Storm. And we've grown to like the Storm because of the calibre of people inside that club. And also grown to like them because of, let's face it, because of the amount of wins that they've produced. People people like wins and gravitate towards winners. And, you know, where, what would be the health of the club of the Melbourne Storm if not for the likes of Cameron Smith and those names you mentioned? If, if they didn't have the early great success that they've had to date, you know, how would they be faring financially? How would they be faring in, you know, fighting for their place in the papers down there in Melbourne mm. amongst all those great AFL teams? So... He's played a major part in rugby league being in Melbourne in the first place. What next? I mean, he he's certainly been touted as a, a head coach uh, you know, before retiring. He's given the indication today he'd love to stay involved. Clearly, the Melbourne Storm want to have him involved. And there's a bit to work through, and obviously they'll let it breathe for a bit. He's got to go back to Queensland. He eventually will come back to Melbourne and sort out his affairs here and and come and uh, talk to the club, but. What, what do you see him doing in, in rugby league? What, what's the best fit, do you think, for Cam Smith uh, post-retirement? Yeah, really tough, Brett. Um, my, my gut feel is that ultimately maybe he leads Queensland initially because taking on a club role is, is such a hard job. But many would argue that he's sort of taken that alongside Craig Bellamy in the past few years anyway. So, But I think that me personally, I could easily see him being the next, Australian coach or the next Queensland coach or something like that that's not as heavy week to week. He's, still, he's a bloke still in his 30s, so he can basically do whatever he wants to do. No doubt. <laughs> it's uh, the sky, sky's the limit. And, you know, he's been, as he said today, Joel, he's been in that fortunate position where he's been able to right throughout be able to determine his future. There's no one, there was no one tapping him on the shoulder all the way through. Yep. Uh, not many can say they're in that position. Everyone knows their time is up at some point, and they will get that uh, tap on the shoulder. I, mean, I, was just, I was just sort of talking earlier about you know, the differences between AFL and, and NRL, and there, and, there, and there are lots. And I, I like a bit of uh, the NRL culture um, that I think could be adopted here. You know, we're seeing players sign up you know, with a club for the, the next season when they're still playing it in the club. It's still one I can't quite get my head around. But you know, the fact yeah. we're a day out from the uh, NRL season and Cam Smith hadn't officially... Um, announced what he was going to do, which is really interesting. I mean, that wouldn't probably happen in AFL footy, but as Craig Bellamy said today, well, you know, Cam Smith has made an unbelievable contribution. He absolutely deserved to announce when he wanted to go or or possibly stay. Absolutely. Well, and, and it's no coincidence that Queensland, you know, they weren't really flying back in the day and then Cameron Smith arrives and the fortunes change and this guy who's just a magnet towards winning... Um, you know, so he's just that kind of guy, Cameron Smith. I, I don't know about Cameron Smith as far as his coaching career and where he goes next, but I, what I do know is that he's going to play a major part and, and the NRL will be leaning on him for his counsel for various things as long as, as coaching as well. He just he, He's a super, superstar of the game. I don't know who his AFL equivalent or comparison would be, but... He's just done everything you need to do. The only thing that he didn't do in the game of rugby league, he won golden boots, which is coined the best player in the world. He won Dally M awards, the Clive Churchill medal, which Mm. is the best player on the day in grand final. And he had that wrapped up at halftime 
in the 2020 grand final. And then Ryan Pappenhausen had the audacity, the temerity to the hide, Brett, to have a stellar last 40 minutes and pinch it from Cameron Smith. And I suppose in many ways it's a bit like Bradman, you know, like it was the, the Bradman moment where Bradman had to get four in his last innings to have an average of 100. But yeah. we just like the champions to remain a little bit human, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, absolutely, we do. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate your reflections. And uh, we'll be listening in to you on, uh, on Drive on 1170, of course, on the SEN app right around uh, this great country of ours, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, BP. Appreciate it, mate. We'll chat soon. Joel Kane, of course, played some magnificent rugby league himself, and you can listen to uh, Joel and Fletcher, of course, on 1170 uh, Drive if you're up in uh, Sydney, and, of course, on the app where you can uh, take in the whole uh, SEN uh, network. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.